You know, I, I was here in the same neighborhood just a few weeks ago, and what gives me a little bit of hope is it's hard to describe uh, what this looked like. You would have seen the house behind me would have just had a huge pile of garbage on the front lawn that would have been all of the drywall, insulation, and all the possessions, ruined possessions of that family. I've had over a hundred episodes of the Business Life and Coffee podcast, which means I've spoken to at least 100 guests on the show. But I'm curious, who should I interview next? I want to hear from you. Be sure to tweet me at Joey V Price HR or connect with me on Instagram at Joey V Price HR and let me know who's that guest that I should be bringing on and what should we be talking about. This show is all about you and for you as entrepreneur out there making it happen. So I want to make sure that these conversations are valuable and meaningful. So when you get a chance, connect with me on social media and also leave a five star review on iTunes. That lets me know what you like about the show and ways that we can improve. And now let's get back to the show. You are listening to another episode of the Business Life and Coffee Show, where we help entrepreneurs become better at business, life, entrepreneurship, and anything else that's impacting their lives. According to estimates, the damage caused by Hurricane Harvey, Irma, and Maria may top $200 billion. But how can anyone estimate the real cost to a family who lost a home and everything they own? Joining us today to talk about the rebuilding efforts, we have Habitat for Humanity's CEO, Jonathan Reckford, and Steve Lockhart with details on Habitat for Humanity's Habitat Hammers Back Hurricane Recovery Initiative. Jonathan and Steve, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having us. Now, Jonathan, you've been CEO for some time now. Is this the largest effort that you all have undertaken for hurricane rebuilding? You know, certainly this is the largest housing disaster in recent history. Uh, back when I first joined Habitat, we had the combination of the Indian Ocean tsunami and Hurricanes Katrina and Rita in the U.S. And I think this is certainly the biggest disaster since then uh, when you look at the devastation across Texas, uh, Florida, and Puerto Rico. So how does this compare from a logistics standpoint in the rebuilding of these homes? You know, I think the great challenge is the sheer breadth of destruction. Really, we had communities all across the Texas Gulf Coast. Uh, really, the whole state of Florida got hit in varying degrees. And then in the Caribbean, Puerto Rico was just devastated by the, the combination of, of Irma and Maria. And so it's a huge effort. The good news is Habitat for Humanity has been uh, serving across Texas, all across Florida and in Puerto Rico for decades. So we have already uh, capacity on the ground and people who have been at work, uh, which makes it easier. But this is really challenging us to scale up to a whole nother level. And that's the reason today we've announced that, that we want to help over 2,000 families across Texas uh, be able to build back. We want to help more than 2,000 families all across Florida uh, build back after Irma. And we want to help more than 2,000 families in Puerto Rico back after Maria. Wow. So if for those doing the math, that's 6,000 storm-affected families in Texas, Florida, and Puerto Rico. And you mentioned that you already had boots on the ground in these areas, but you're looking at ramping up. Um, what will it take to help 
reach that goal of 6,000? You know, it's going to take a huge number of volunteers to come alongside and work with these families. It's also going to take a lot of financial resources. We estimated it would cost about $100 million for all the materials uh, to rebuild these homes. And we've raised about $15 million so far. So there's a big next phase, and that's part of the effort. So we're going to need skilled volunteers, we're going to need advocates, and we will need donors uh, to help us get there. Well, hey, before we jump to Steve, who is the president and CEO of TPI Composites, Jonathan, is there is there a, a number or a website or a Twitter handle that you can you can share for our listeners who are interested in either donating or volunteering? So the easiest is to go to Habitat.org and you can look under Habitat Hammers Back, which is also the, the handle. And you can see all the detail about where we're working, uh, our affiliates on the ground and how you can get involved. Thanks, Jonathan. And for those of you that are tuning in just now, we've got Jonathan, who is the CEO of Habitat for Humanity, and Steve, who's the president and CEO of TPI Composites. Now, Steve, um, how are you partnering with Habitat for Humanity to help them accomplish their goal of impacting 6,000 storm-affected families? So we're part of the wind energy industry here in the U.S., and 17 companies in the wind industry have teamed up to donate a million dollars to the effort partnering uh, with Habitat. And as our industry, we have 22,000 families, 22,000 employees in the wind industry, and thus families affected uh, statewide. And wind is a a very large energy source here in the state of Texas. A number of our companies are headquartered in Houston. And with the number of families that uh, have been affected by the storms here, it's a great chance for us to, to help out. Yeah. And so what are some of the ways that you are partnering alongside? Is it with donating energy? I know you mentioned donating financial resources. Um, are, are any of your staff members volunteering for the efforts? Um, what are some of the ways that, that your company is uh, inspiring change here? Yeah, we're doing both. Uh, so again, 17 member companies donating a million dollars. And there's a, a large group of us, probably 20 here today. And, and we'll be back as soon as Jonathan will have us uh, when we can be helpful. All right. And Habitat has, this is for Jonathan, um, Habitat has lots of experience with rebuilding after disasters. For, for those of us that are listening that want to participate and jump in, what are some of those pressing needs facing people in affected areas? You know, we talk about these big numbers, but it really uh, is very personal. Every one of those numbers is a family that really had their whole life disrupted. And for those of us who've always lived in decent housing, it's hard to imagine, one, if you've never had good housing, or even so tragically, if you finally achieve decent housing, and then it all overnight gets destroyed in one of these uh, huge storms. Your kids are disrupted, their schools have been disrupted, uh, many livelihoods and incomes have been disrupted as well. So it, it really, getting people back into their homes is the beginning of really helping them put their lives back in order. And so it is so urgent. And what we know is when children are in safe, stable housing, they do better in school, they stay healthier, and they can really lift themselves up. If we pull housing out of that equation, we see uh, health impacts, we see educational impacts, and then we see children stuck in this cycle of poverty. So there's a great urgency around responding on the housing, and it's... Uh, it, it's why we feel so strongly. And what we've seen is is that in these disasters across the world, um, we respond immediately by bringing out volunteers and helping in the cleanup and the, the mucking and gutting and first phase. 
But really what Habitat is all about is then that long-term reconstruction where we're coming alongside the communities and families and getting, helping them build back and get into their homes. Well, I think that's that's excellent that you all are continuing to be a leader in service and inspiring so many people on this podcast today by helping with both the immediate needs of populations affected by tragedy, but also those long-term sustaining needs. We, uh, it is a great privilege to be able to do this work, and uh, it wouldn't be possible. We've got just truly countless numbers of volunteers and donors and partners who make this work happen every day, and these incredible families that are just uh, just need a chance, as we say, uh, a hand up, not a handout, but a chance to uh, to realize their dreams or get their dreams back again. Yeah, that is that's very powerful. Wow. Um, we are coming up on the end of our time here, and I wanted to honor you guys. Uh, if you could share maybe something that has been a, a memorable story um, throughout working on these hurricanes in Texas, Florida, and Puerto Rico, what's something that's personally stood out to you based on your involvement in these efforts? You know, I, I was here in the same neighborhood just a few weeks ago, and what gives me a little bit of hope is... It's hard to describe uh, what this looked like. You would have seen the house behind me would have just had a huge pile of garbage on the front lawn that would have been all of the drywall, insulation, and all the possessions, ruined possessions of that family. And talking to the families uh, along this street a few weeks ago, uh, I think some of the saddest was in the house I was working on, uh, we were picking up, and it was shoes and toys, and this little girl's, you know, all her personal treasures just surrounded, spread across the floor, and trying to salvage whatever we could for the family. But I was so struck, too, by the resilience in talking to these families who were optimistic. They were excited about trying to get back into their homes and, and eager to move on. But it was, um, I think what really made it personal is you see these children uh, who had just purchased their home two years ago, realized a dream, and uh, and suddenly in one day had all of that ripped away. And so it was um, but very moving to see how the families came together, helped each other out, and, uh, and are on the path back. So it's, uh, it's a deep tragedy, but we're also very optimistic about what's possible when people come together. And, and I, too, was touched uh, this morning just meeting one of the homeowners and hearing her talk about walking out in the 30-inch deep water carrying her son, but yet her attitude, uh, obviously uh, being quite grateful uh, for what she's been given, but, but also very optimistic about the future at the same time. It, it was great. Wow. Wow. These are very touching stories, and I, I can't add any more to it. Um, incredibly powerful. Well, we've got to run, but Jonathan, Steve, thank you both um, for your organization's Habitat for Humanity and TPI Composites and all the work that you're doing across America to help us rebuild and have a helping hand up. Thanks for helping tell the story. Great to be with you. Thanks oh, very much. It's truly an honor. Take care. Take care. If you've recently started a business, why take away time from what you're good at, only to focus on difficult, pesky HR problems? Jumpstart HR LLC offers a better solution. Jumpstart HR provides HR outsourcing support to U.S.-based small businesses and startups and was recently ranked among the top 10 HR outsourcing firms in the country, according to businessnewsdaily.com. From recruitment to employee handbooks to legal compliance, Jumpstart HR helps you get peace of mind about the people in your business.
Visit jumpstart-hr.com for more information or follow on Twitter at jumpstarthr. Jumpstart HR. Let's build a better business together.